It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello to all. Welcome to Divas That Care Network. I am Joyce Benning, and I will be your host for this invigorating, robust lifestyle show. I'm going to take a minute and thank each one of our listeners that have tuned in live today and the ones that will be listening to this podcast. I am just so very grateful for each and every one of you. And you are all in for a very special time today, as I have with me my amazing monthly returning diva, Deb Matlock, and her and I are going to talk about the magic of spring. Oh, man, this is going to be a real great show. So, Deb, could you please introduce yourself to our listeners today? Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on again. I am Deb Matlock, coming to you all from Colorado in the U.S., and I have a small business called Wild Rhythms where the focus of my work is helping to support people in exploring their deep and sacred connection to the wild natural world and the world of animals and the world of spirit. And I do that through workshops and retreats as well as a a series of trainings for uh, practitioners of of different healing modalities and life coaches and educators, you know, who want to incorporate wild nature connection work into what they offer. Oh, how beautiful. Oh, what a rewarding what a rewarding career you have, Deb. I just it touches my heart because it's just exactly bringing in all about nature, all about the animals, the spirit world and connecting it all together in this web of life. So, oh wow, that is just beautiful. It just what you do just comes right in to what we're talking about today in the magic of spring, because when I think of the magic of spring, my first thoughts are the earth, the animals, and nature, everything all around us. So how what what comes to your mind when you first hear the, the words magic of spring? Oh, well, the first thing that happens is I, I kind of get chills just because I love that phrase and, and all that it, it kind of holds in it. You know, the first thing that comes up for me is that spring to me feels like the natural new year. You know, I know we often in many cultures we celebrate new year on January 1st, you know, with, with fanfare and, and fireworks and horn blowing and whatever else, right? But mm-hmm. but the real new year to me really feels like spring when the the grasses are greening and the soil is emerging from the winter. And here in Colorado, you know, there's snow and things that are melting away and seeing that beautiful rich soil under there just ready to, to pop with life and the wild animals, you know, the squirrels and the birds and, and the, the coyotes around here have been more active. You know, it's 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 their season for their babies to be um, preparing to come out of the den and all the things that go on. It really does feel like a new year to me. It feels like the start over of, of everything. And now we're going to start growing again and then we're going to move through the seasons and then head into dormancy, you know, in the next winter. And um, that's kind of what I feel like in myself. It's like this is the time now to reevaluate and to ask questions and to do all the things that that I might otherwise have heard to do on January 1st. 
Oh, yes, yes. I I agree so much because I have always felt, to me, the beginning of the year is springtime because that's when all the new beginnings start because there's the beginnings of all the trees budding out and the green grass outside and birds returning to different places where it's now warm again. I know I've seen so many robins lately and the birds have been so actively singing. So when I think of the magic in spring, I'm thinking of everything. It's like everything's coming back to life again with all the vibrant colors and everything that come out in the springtime. And I just love that. So to me, the new year in my world is springtime because of everything that's happening and all the newness and the beauty that I see outside. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's interesting because it's, it's like I, I feel like, you know, we as humans also have these seasons in our own lives and in our own bodies, you know, and, and I know for, for me spring is also a time that I, I feel that kind of energy of, okay, let's go clean this out, you know, spring cleaning or let me revise these workshops I'm getting ready to offer or, you know, let me look at my schedule and just sort of take a, take a, take a, take a moment and say, is this really the right schedule? Is this working for me? Um, you know, what do I need to add back in now that it is spring? You know, like gardening and, and yard stuff that wasn't in the schedule two months ago is starting to show up again. And, and it, yeah, it feels like a time to take stock and to just recalibrate. Oh, yes, and I love that. It's like it's kind of a burst of energy. It's kind of like your energy is kind of revived from the winter months when it's been cold and you've kind of been more indoors than outdoors. And it's like all the new energy just comes in with all the new beauty that's coming outside. I mean, I even, we have a lot of dandelions in our yard. And I mean, I think they're, I think they're just beautiful. And I, gotten into picking dandelions to making diff- making tea and stuff and I'm like oh my goodness they offer so much beauty out there and then yet they're going to nourish our bodies on the inside so they they serve so many purposes and there's so many things like that out there like with our gardens like you said getting out and planting a garden again and being outside with that and the nourishment that we're going to get from what grows in that garden that we planted now that it's warming up, the ground is warming up, and we can now enjoy all of that. So, yes, oh, I just I just love all of it because spring is definitely, if people can't tell already, spring is definitely my favorite time of the year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, and it's a time of year that I, I find in myself I have to, I have to sometimes um, calm myself down a little bit, you know, like I was wanting to, my front yard is a perennial native pollinator kind of garden, and it was about six weeks ago that I wanted to get out there and start preparing and cleaning things up from last year, and I leave all of it, um, all the plant stalks and all the seed heads and everything through the winter for the wildlife, you know, and for the insects, and, Mm -hmm. and I know here in Colorado, if you clean up too early, you know, some of the insect eggs haven't hatched yet, and, and, you know, there's all this sort of, but but I have been chomping at the bit to get out there, you know, and I'm just like, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm like, but no, I know it's too early, I know it's too early, but that energy, that spring energy just feels very energizing to me, it feels like, uh, let's rock and roll, okay, let's clean out the whole, all the cabinets in the kitchen, let's just, you know, like, stuff that would never <laughs> occur to me to do in the middle of winter, you know, there's no way I would have the energy for that in December. Mm-hmm. Yes, 
Oh, I hear you. I I hear you so much. And the other thing I love, we have baby calves come in the springtime too, and I know I've seen we have horses. I just don't have a mare that, that folds. But I see a lot of pictures on different social media posts of the new new baby foals that are coming into the world right now in springtime. And they're, it is just, they're so active. And even the baby calves, I mean, how they run and play with each other in the sunshine. It's like they all have so much energy, too, on them days when it's so beautiful outside like that. And it, they're coming in, and it's a whole new world to them to explore. And I just, it is, just amazes me every year. I've had animals around me all my life, and every year I'm like, every spring, and we have some in the fall too, but in the spring I'm just like, oh, my goodness, look at that little baby calf, how they could run and how they play with one another. And So when you talk about energy, I see the energy in the animals just like that. And even the cows, I've noticed a lot more this spring. They're, they're running. They're kind of jumping and playing more with each other. It's like, oh, my goodness, it's finally warming up and we don't have to use all, everything for energy to keep us warm, we can expose some of our energy now and let it go. So, yeah, I I see it so much in the animals, too, and I just love that. <laughs> oh, I think that's such an insightful way you just described it. Yeah, that we're not having to save energy to keep us warm and to get us through a, a season that's harder. And now mm-hmm. it's time to, to share that energy out into the world and and I mean, you know, I think people feel seasons differently. You know, I I know sometimes around the winter time, I'll see Facebook memes and things that'll say it's time to go inward and be reflective, and and that may be true for some people. But I've also got some friends and clients that, you know, that time of year is when they really want to be out. They're they're ready to go ski and hit the slopes and be social, and um, you know. So I think one of the fun things about seasons is is like the conversation we're having right now is for people to have that with themselves. You know, what do they feel? If they're in the northern hemisphere right now, for example, and spring is springing, you know, what's coming out for them? Because it's it's like the little nuances of every season have all these gifts and all this wisdom for us if we if we just take the time to really look and observe and feel. And, you know, because one of the things that I see in spring, too, that um, comes, it goes with the flowers and all the things we're talking about, but it's also this incredible resilience, you know, um, I know before we got on the show this morning when we were just chatting, getting ready, you know, we're both in places where it was hot and then it was cooler and then it's <laughs> supposed to be rainy or snowy. And then, you know, and it's like when I when I see spring, the animals and the plants go through outdoors here in Colorado, it's pretty intense. You know, we can have some intense snowfalls. We can have some late freezes. We can have some warm, warm days. and And everybody out there, has to deal with all that and so spring mm-hmm. also shows me this incredible resilience and this incredible ability to sort of stand the ground and just endure and it's it's also very inspiring to me to see that uh-huh. oh i so i so hear you on that because that was i mean this last week on friday it was in the 80s and by saturday morning it was down in the upper 30s and I mean the the birds were still singing in the trees on Saturday morning, and I thought, oh my goodness, they'd been outside all night and endured rain showers and temperature changes, and they're still bringing their beautiful music to us. It's just 
it just amazes me all the time and how the animals can adjust to that up and down temperature. I mean, I'm I'm grabbing coats and getting trying to keep warm when it drops like that and the animals they just adapt. And like I said, the birds are still happy. They're still bringing the music to us even on days when they've gone through quite a temperature change like that. So, yes, if you just stop and look what all nature and the animals endure out there during all of the up and down temperatures and the different changes that they go through, and they still, my horses were just as loving on Saturday morning as they were on Friday night when it was warm. It didn't change. So (laughs) that is just something that just, totally amazes me with the animals and with nature and being outdoors like that. It is it is incredible. You know, that reminds me of a story that, oh, this is probably 30 years ago now, and I still remember it. And mm-hmm. here in Colorado in the spring and early summer, we can get some pretty intense hailstorms. And sometimes they're just little corn, you know, pea-sized hail, and other times we can get some pretty, you know, golf ball, baseball kind of size hail. And this particular storm was pushing the golf ball size, so a little smaller, but it went on. It was a long one, and there was a robin nest in the tree in the front yard, and, you know, I had been enjoying for many, many days leading up to this, watching the nest building and the the parents, you know, sitting on the eggs, and, you know, I knew what was going on, and we were being very respectful to make sure we didn't go under that tree, and we didn't let the dogs out in the front yard, you know, like we were, we had built this little, you know, perimeter in our minds around this tree for this robin family, and then Mm -hmm. this the hailstorm came in, and it was the mama robin was sitting on that nest, and she was getting pelted. And I stood inside and watched out the window, and I cried. All I all I could do, there was nothing I could do to help her. I knew if I went out and tried to do anything, I would only make it worse because I would mm-hmm. scare her off the nest. And there's no way those little eggs would have survived this hail. No way. She <sighs> sat there. She hunkered down, and she just got pelted by hail for probably 30, 40 minutes. Oh and my. The storm left, she gets up on the edge of her nest, she shakes off her feathers, and she flies off looking for food and comes back a few minutes later. I mean, are you kidding me? And I'll I'll never forget, I thought that was the example of strength and resilience that I will carry with me for the rest of my life. And I have, like I said, decades later. I'm still telling this story. You know, she taught me so much as I watched helplessly with nothing but tears to offer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, yes. They are. They are so resilient. I mean, it is, it just amazes me. Like you said, she just got up or got on the edge of her nest, shook off, and away she went. And her next thought was, I got I to gotta get some food. So it is just, it's incredible how the animals adapt and just do what they need to do. And they don't complain. She wasn't hollering that oh why this happened to me or why this or that she just went on with her life like okay that was part of life that's behind me now now we're going on to the next thing and that's what's so amazing to me with the animals I mean with the birds and even with our domesticated animals like the dogs everything they handle and they're always there to give you their love so it's just it just shows me how They are such an example, and like you said, that taught you so much, that resilience. And when you sometimes, even when you 
in my mind, you start to get a little bit depressed or something, and all you got to do is look into the eyes of an animal or go outside for me and see the animals. And I'm like, okay, that was pretty minor. Now I'm 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 rejuvenated, ready to go again. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and and that's exactly it. Like I've thought about this, Mama Robin, so many times when I've been in a situation that felt really difficult and where I was questioning, am I going to be able to keep doing this? Am I going to be able to pull this off? And I thought, okay, wait a minute. She got pelted with hail the size of her entire head for 40 minutes to protect her babies. I think I can pull this off. You know, <laughs> like, right. okay, let me just put this in perspective here. <laughs> oh, oh, that is just what a lesson you learned from that too. And that's that's what's so beautiful. If we take those moments or those times when we see, see things like this and see the lesson that we can learn from it also. I think that is what is so incredibly beautiful, too. That's that's what makes the full circle web to me, where we all learn from one another and we're each giving, contributing to that web of life and what she contributed to you, and that is that is just beautiful. Yeah, and I like what you just said about the full circle web because I think part of what that also opens us up to is really respecting the other beings on this earth. You know, I think when we look at them as not only um, the animals outside of our house or, you know, the bird in the tree, but we, we also see them as members of our community, our neighbors, our friends, our family, and that we can also learn from them, that, you know, we're not in some elevated place as, you know, the perfect species on the planet, you know, humans, but that we actually can learn from them and share, and, and we can support them and help them and, you know, it is a beautiful full circle web. And in that web, you know, there's a humbleness and a respect that I think kind of naturally develops when we allow ourselves to be open to that interaction. Oh, yes. Oh, I so agree. That is so beautiful. Well, while we're talking so much about the nature and the animals and the full circle web, there is a special day that's being coming up that's being acknowledged at the end of this week called Earth Day. How do you feel Earth Day plays all into a part of everything that you and I have been sharing with our listeners this morning? Yeah, I, you know, it's interesting to me because I, I feel like Earth Day to me feels almost like a, um, I mean, I want to say a sacred day of sorts, you know, because <laughs> it's a, it's a not a holiday like traditional holidays are recognized, but yet it's a day that pulls our attention to focus, to stop, to reflect, to celebrate, to appreciate the earth and all that we we get from the earth, all that we can give to the earth. You know, the fact that without the earth, we have no home, you know. Right. Without the earth, we wouldn't be the people we are without the, the the natural world around us and that we we take in the the earth and all of her gifts every day with every breath, every bite of food, every drink of water. And and I think it's really important to have a day that that makes us take a little pause and say, wait a minute, it'd be really easy to take all of this for granted. Mm-hmm. be really easy to take this for granted and not think about it, except for Earth Day maybe stops and reminds us. And I've heard people criticize Earth Day because Earth Day should be every day, which I fully agree with. Earth, Earth Day should be every day. And also, I think having it pulled out like that reminds us that Earth Day is every day. And if we didn't have that reminder, we might just go on about our normal routines and this coming Saturday 
April 22nd would be just another day, you know, but it, it's a time to pause and, and in my mind a time to have some gratitude also for the world around us and to be aware of, of what it really does for each of us. Oh, I love that. I love that, how you talked about how gifts of the earth. The earth is giving us so many gifts, and be it us humans, be it the animals, be it the trees, whatever it is, it all goes back to the earth. Our food is grown there through the earth, and like we talked about gardening, and I agree with you. To me, celebrating the earth is 365 days out of the year. Only it's really nice to take that one day where people can pause and look at the calendar and say, oh, the 22nd of April is Earth Day. It's a day to come with gratitude to the Earth. And I think that is so very important because the Earth appreciates it. They appreciate us acknowledging, I feel, acknowledging them for the Earth for everything it contributes in this full circle of our web because without the earth there there would hardly be anything because the earth is it the earth is our foundation in a lot of ways is how i kind of look at it yeah and i've heard i've read and heard people speak over the years about how you know we didn't um we wouldn't be the people we are without the wild nature without the animals that we Mm -hmm. live with you know like if we were on the moon or on a different planet uh with with a different world you know we would also be different because of our interaction and 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 like we were talking about it's an intimate exchange all the time even if somebody doesn't go outside if they take a sip of water or a breath of air they're in this intimate exchange you know and and it really is it is literally creates us you know the the oatmeal i had for breakfast is now being integrated into my body it's it's becoming part of me and those little oats grew in some field somewhere and somebody tended to them and then they you know, they had their journey from there to my, my market, you know, and um, it, it just, it's just such an important thing to pause and, and reflect on that and, and yeah, to realize that we, like you said, we're really not, we really wouldn't be much without it. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you said that. <laughs> oh, well, it is just, it all just kind of flows with everything we've talked about with the magic of spring and bringing it all together with Earth Day and with gratitude and all the gifts that come from the earth, from the animals, all the lessons we can learn from them. And it's just, to me, it's just taking the time and absorbing it all in because it is it is such a beautiful, beautiful realm and web of life that is created when you start to really take the time and realize how it all comes together and how we're all here helping one another and it is it's just a very beautiful experience when you just acknowledge it all for yourself and for the for all the beings around you be they human or be they the animals or nature or whatever it is it is it is very beautiful when you take the time to acknowledge it yeah and you know the other thing about earth day that's kind of occurring to me as we're talking is that it's also in a way an excuse to celebrate um, like I know my little community here um, in Colorado is, is having a big celebration where a whole lot of, of sustainable businesses are gathering and there's going to be educational programs and, and an earth concert with a couple of artists 
that, you know, do earth-based music. And, you know, it's a chance to come together as a community, but also celebrating how this is a value in the community, you know, and, and that we we want to support the businesses and the places and the organizations in our town that are, are doing really lovely things on behalf of the earth and for animals. And, um, you know, Earth Day just is the perfect excuse, if you will, to do that. And people mm-hmm. people will, you know, it's going to be crowded. It, it always is. I mean, it's going to be a big event. And it's just it's so lovely that, in my mind, it just warms my heart when the community comes together in celebration of the earth and just enjoy us. And, it, and kids are having fun and everyone's listening to the music. And, and But the reason is this common home that we all have, you know, this earth. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, that's beautiful. That is beautiful that they they are acknowledging it like that and having a celebration for Earth Day and just coming together. And each one contributes their part of the celebration to it. Like you said, there will be singers and there's there's the music and there will be the food and just all kinds of things of activities that everybody is contributing. To me, it just I can just see the full circle web right there because everyone is giving their part into making it a celebration of the Earth Day. That is beautiful. I love that your community is doing that. Yeah, and it's such a great way to know who's out there, you know, what ranches mm-hmm. and farms and businesses and, you know, like who's out there that we want to, each of us want to support that maybe we don't know that are out there. I always learn somebody new at these events, you know, like, oh, I didn't know you had a um, a little farm out there doing, you know, this kind of thing. That's great to know, you know, so. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that's beautiful. Well, Deb, I knew this would go very, very quickly because our chats always do, and I just loved every moment of it. Um, how I would like for you to share how, what is the best way for our listeners to be able to connect with you when they hear our talking about the magic of spring and about Earth Day. And they're going, I need to connect with Deb Matlock. What is the best way for them to connect with you, Deb? I would love to hear from the listeners at any point. People are welcome to go to my website, um, wild-rhythms.com. That's R-H-Y-T-H-M-S for rhythms. And from there, people can get to all of my social media or sign up for my email uh, letter. I also host a Facebook group called Sacred Connection, Earth, Animals, and Spirit. So if Facebook users are out there and would love to connect that way, feel free to check out that group and um, be happy to have folks join that as well. Oh, perfect, Deb. Thank you so much for sharing that. And thank you so much for being my guest again on Robust Lifestyle and sharing about Magic of Spring and the beautiful Earth Day. And it is it has just been magic. And I wish for you a very magical day ahead. <laughs> you as well. Thank you again so much for having me on your lovely show. I really, really love being a guest. Oh, you are so welcome, Deb. Thank you again. And I want to thank each one of our listeners that have listened to this amazing show with our incredible diva, Deb Matlock. Be sure to stay tuned in May when her and I will be back and chat again about another wonderful, wonderful subject. Please share this show with all your family and friends. Check out all the other hosts and their shows on divasatcare.com. And remember about all the gifts that the earth offers us and have gratitude to them. Take time on April 22nd and any time during the year to show your gratitude.
to the earth, to animals, to natures, and to humans. Just realize we're all in this web together of life. Have a magical day. Be kind to all. Give your animals a great big extra hug and share all your love with them. Until we connect again on Robust Lifestyles, stay strong and healthy. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.